0: Everybody, welcome back to Half Hour of Power. I am Joe, and Brandon is here. Yo, yo, Joe. What do you know? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. That is shocking that you don't know. I don't. I don't know anything. <laughs> um, here we are. It's uh, a twenty twenty four February. As of this recording, what's that mean? Uh, That's right. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, here at the Half Hour Power are finally going to tackle this movie, The Passion of the Christ as it is now in the Lenten season, and we have never uh, talked about this movie.
1: Is it because it was too controversial?
0: No, we just never got around to it. Um, But, I mean, it being 2024, and this movie came out in... 2004. 2004, that puts this movie at how many years, Brandon? 20 years. That's right. So we we're, we're doing uh, these kind of anniversaries but yeah we never talked about this one and uh we thought uh you know what Brandon yeah I think you said this to me when we were talking about what we ought to do next like Joe we don't do any controversial movies. It's true. I said what are you talking about? What about The Exorcist of Believer? That was pretty controversial. That was uh, No, well, that was pretty safe you said to me. Yeah. Safe. Well safe. So what about Blackenstein, Brandon? I mean, they chopped off his arms and legs, and then uh, they threatened to let him sit there and die. That's pretty controversial. You said no. that nobody had never,
1: never seen the movie.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Why I see it? Like... All right, Brandon. For you, we'll do this movie that some people, some people think this movie's controversial. It's not
1: controversial, it's just the fact that some people just couldn't handle the gore and the truth on some realistic type things that happened in those days.
0: Oh, oh! before we get into this, Brendan, aren't we a fun show? Yes, we are. uh, So, (laughs) I mean, we're going to talk about this pretty uh, serious...
1: Yes, yes, we are.
0: Pressing movie, Uh deep movie... But we're still gonna have fun doing it. Um, yes, I mean first and foremost, we try to have fun on this show, no matter what we're talking about. Even when we're talking about utter and uh, complete garbage like the Man of Steel. <laughs>
1: Man of Steel is awesome. It's always All good. Right. I
0: I I have admitted that I have I have found movies that are. He loved it. Worse. Worse than the Man of Steel. Well, the,
1: the Christmas Twister,
0: that that one of them No, I actually was more entertained by Christmas Twister than I was by the Man of Steel. Yeah. You need to stop that. Well, for one thing, Casper Van Dien was in it and the man is mesmerizing on screen. Yes, he is. In fact, I think the only thing that could make the passion better is if Casper Van Dien was in it. I I can't playing what? I I
1: know you're not going to say Jesus.
0: I don't know. All all he has to do is just kind of be there and look, and you'd go, "Holy crap!" Anyway, I think we've done enough of that tangent. Let's jump right into the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh so Oh, this wasn't
1: Wait, was Rotten Tomatoes out when
0: this is up? Well, I uh, you know what, one of these days we will look up and see when did Rotten Tomatoes actually start, but yeah, it is on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Yeah, so what do you what is your guess?
1: Um i is critic score, right?
0: Yeah, I guess the critic score first.
1: All right, so the critic score I want to say Dad, and gave it a
0: an eighty five. <laughs> oh man, that was a good one. What's your real guess? That
1: was my real guess.
0: Sure. Yeah. The movie. Made we're well, talking about. Look. Million dollars. We're finally talking about the passion. Okay.
1: Yes, I know. A We're lot talking people.
0: about critics.
1: Yes. And
0: if there's one thing I've learned ever since I was a wee lad watching movies, <laughs> critics are stuck up, snobby. Uh. When it comes to movies like this, they are stuck up, snobby, too good to watch them, too good to even see. You know. For,
1: so what's your real guess? For, okay. I give it another guess. Eighty-five was my real guess to let everybody know that eighty-five okay. was my real guess. I'm gonna give it another try. Seventy-five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you are in rare form today, Brandon. This is magnificent. You see, everyone, we have fun on this show. Brandon is having a great, great fun with his uh, jest and he is probably practicing for his open mic night at the helium <laughs> uh, comedy club and in our uh, fair uh, downtown oh my god that uh, he could he could go and do but so uh,
1: oh, wait joe it can't be no lawyer lord is 70 <laughs>
0: that's a oh he has got knee slapper after knee slapper <laughs> I'm telling you, the critics are stuck up, too good for, and snobby.
1: You know, I'm not You know when
0: to... we were watching uh there was another movie Christmas Twister, they wouldn't review Christmas Twister either. Remember that?
1: Well I mean, stuck up that was, to snobs. That was different because that was a B movie. This was a, a well done movie by a famous actor. Slash director. So, I mean...
0: But this movie is missing Casper Van Dien. And I have a feeling that, for critics, if Casper Van Dien was in this movie, they would not watch it. And there would not be the controversy about this movie if Casper Van Dien was in it. What's the score? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 49. Well, okay. Okay well well, let's see this now, yeah,
1: when, when is when was these views done?
0: Well, you know, I looked at a bunch of these reviews, and uh, they are a good mix between you know today and 2004. so yeah, well. Yeah, so do you want to guess the audience score? I'm scared to, but... Now you're talking about the audience.
1: Now, I'm going to go back to 85 for the audience. They're
0: not scared of these movies. They weren't scared of Christmas Twister.
1: I don't think they have the audience seen that. But um, I'm going to say 85 for
0: that. 85? You cheated.
1: I didn't think Passion of Crisis on a Rotten Tomato
0: cheated. 80%.
1: It's 80%?
0: Yeah, 80%. That's
1: good. See, the audience loved it. Critics, this sucks.
0: Yeah, it's... Oh, man. Yeah, it's... I mean... you just watch this movie, this is a well-done, well-put-together movie, well-shot movie, very cinematic. Yes the acting is top notch you know what maybe it is better than christmas twister
1: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah like way <laughs> way bigger it is much better than christmas twister but no uh, um but there, there was a lot, lots and lots of controversy and there still is controversy about it. And I was left scratching my head about what's the controversy uh, ever since movies have been around. They've been making movies based on religious stories, based on religious, um, you know, based on the Bible that they got from the Bible. What's the problem? I just don't understand it.
1: Well, I tell you, the only reason why, as you can see, is because it was gory. Well out of many out of many Jesus movies that I have seen, they're not as gory as this.
0: Yeah, but I mean you're just showing the scene where he's on the cross. Many of them have had him on the cross with the Okay. crown of thorns but, and blood on his face
1: okay but you see his eye
0: yeah he's got blood in it
1: yeah swollen
0: it is swollen yeah
1: yeah yeah i can show i can show more because then we get flagged for showing footage on
0: you think so uh, it
1: was youtube
0: um But anyway, uh, this was directed by Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson has made some fantastic movies. Yes, he has. Um, I mean, Braveheart, phenomenal. What? What? You didn't like Braveheart? Well, never like that. You see this? Braveheart's like this much better than Man of Steel.
1: <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> not. It's not. At
1: least oh, yes. at least, yeah. at least, at least William Wallace and Superman, at least he was the actual height in Superman than Mel Gibson was for William Wallace and Braveheart.
0: Um his sword was taller than him. Brandon. What? Braveheart by any metric is better than Man of Steel. No, it's not. I mean, the screenwriting, the <laughs> cinematography, the uh the costuming. Uh, ooh, 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 ancient period. Yeah, ooh, like it, like not it, nothing in nothing in that I mean there's a, there's barely a misstep in that movie. The pacing, the yeah, casting, the acting.
1: The acting, yeah. Mel Gibson. Being
0: um, one yeah i mean there's no very a misstep in that movie and uh oh, you so know it I you agree. just don't want to admit it oh, it God. is a better film than man of steel it's not but anyway we're talking I, more about man of steel oh. than we are <laughs> we
1: always do that
0: we always do that i'm sorry <laughs> folks. we try to have fun doing that and uh we swore up and down that we wouldn't talk about *Man of Steel* that much since we already did that. But anyway, I I tend to think that a lot of the controversy came from Mel Gibson directing it, and that Mel Gibson was a superstar. No. and he he self financed this movie. This is a uh, independent well, film.
1: Yeah, remember, but remember why why self-finance. I mean, he was an A1 list actor.
0: Yeah, and he was like one of them, and I don't really understand why this is or when this happens, but it feels like they tend to look down, you know, Hollywood elite, whatever you want to call them, the Hollywood people, tend to look down on that now, on, uh, you know, people of faith in some way, um, even though Cecil B. DeMille made a bunch of those. I guess they would hate him now. He made a bunch of those sweeping Bible epic movies. They've always made those. They've been around since the inception of films. There's a silent version of Ben-Hur.
1: There's a silent version of Moses. And There's a
0: silent, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know technically Ben-Hur is not based on the Bible. It's based on a, a book, but it's got biblical stuff. Yeah um yeah, commandments that. um with Charlton Heston. Okay, so I let me, let me movie. I just uh, the King of Kings
1: I gotta tell you about the, the, the Ten Commandments Joe. Yeah. So in, <laughs> so nobody in the in certain communities didn't know who Charlton Heston was until like we say, oh Moses and I was like, oh, oh, that's Charlton Heston. I'm like, yeah, they only know about Moses because we watched it like every yeah. year. They always play the Ten Commandments every year.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it got to where whenever uh, like, I'm like, am hearing the Bible readings from uh, Moses or I'm reading a passage with Moses, I think of Charlton Heston.
1: And he had his whole book. But I only knew Tristan Henson when I was growing up. I only knew him as Moses.
0: So you didn't know him as Ben Hur.
1: No, I only knew him as Moses.
0: You didn't know him as Taylor. No. Nope. From *Planet nope. of the Apes*. Moses. Or the Omega Man. Moses. Okay, but anyway, there is a long history of <laughs> <laughs> there is a long history in uh, Hollywood of making movies like this. I just don't. I'm just. I just don't understand I don't know where the shift happened, where they decided heck with that. we don't like that anymore. Um, and, and you can go and look for yourself on the reviews for Rotten Tomatoes and read some of the reviews. There's links to the full review and just read what some of the critics says. and most of the ones I look at it seems like they didn't watch the movie because. Well, I mean, just just, just based with, on some of the stuff that they said, you know. So, um, but anyway, well, like, um,
1: like I said, Joe, they just came out with um, two Jesus movies not too long ago.
0: What were those? First
1: one, first the first one was um, was actually a cut spinoff from the uh, History Channel uh the Bibles. They had like Bible skits through their oh, okay, and then the latest one was the Chosen one. It just came out recently. And if you look at both of them, the difference is it's more like the the older ones, like back in the day. Uh, it wasn't, okay. and the reason why people gave Mel Gibson such a, of, you know, crap for it because he did specifically the Passion.
0: Yeah, he said but, it. It's the last twelve hours of Jesus's life, so it's about. The Last Supper, the betrayal, the handing over, the trial, um, the scourging, which that was an important bit, yep. and the execution. Yep. Um, it's, and the, the, some of the things I remember, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the controversy before the movie came out that I remember, and then uh, I would like you to give your take on what you remember. I just remember, like, they were talking about how the movie was anti-Semitic. Yeah. How he was being very mean to Jews, and the Jews didn't kill Jesus. Like, but that's what's in the Bible. They handed him over. They thought they were doing right by doing that. I mean... I can only imagine if I was around back then and I was one of those guys, I don't know what I would think. Maybe I would think the same thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would think he needs to be handed over because he committed blasphemy. I mean, it was important to to you, you them. Free, um, you freed a murderer.
1: You freed a murderer more. You wanted to free a murderer instead of freeing a person who was speaking of peace.
0: Yeah. So they. they I mean, I remember that controversy about that, and it but that was all before I saw the movie. And I was just like, All of the movies have that. It's in the Bible. It's not like they're not being mean to Jews. Mm-hmm. I I just don't get it. I mean, and we're there is another bit of this controversy that we're not gonna uh we're not gonna talk about that much, but we can mention it here.
1: Okay.
0: And this was after the movie came out and all that stuff, and Mel Gibson got pulled over for drunk driving, and he did go on an an anti-Semitic rant. He did do that. I'm not, uh, we are not talking about, you know, we are not going to defend him in that way. You know, we're just talking about this movie. Mm -hmm. Is this a good, well-made movie? That's what we're talking about. I mean, people got a lot of problems with Mel Gibson. If he is anti-Semitic, I'm not defending that that's not yeah you know, that's not what we're, what we're talking about we're just talking about this movie and what this movie is is about so you can decide if you don't like mel gibson that's totally totally fine i have seen some movies from directors i just totally despise as a person that i've read about roman polanski is one that man is like a despicable and disgusting human being but he's made some movies that I've liked. And it's like, you kind of want to... like. I really hate myself for liking this movie because of what Roman Polanski did. And again, we're not going to go into what Roman Polanski did. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, look it up. It's pretty disgusting. Um, yes, and hope. there's plenty of others like that. But anyway, uh, what what do you remember, Brandon, when it came out?
1: Um, When I, when I remember when it came out it wasn't so much of uh, the controversy when it first came out. More so, it was more of, uh, uh, well, like I said, in the community that I'm in, they, you know, was pushing to go see the movie. And um, some people was kind of not so happy about the movie, but, like, some people said, hey, this is what happened back in the day. My grandmother loved this movie. You know? Um, her and her church friends went to go see it. Um, it made some people, you know, feel like this was the truth. It wasn't sugarcoated. It wasn't, you know, played down, you know. Um, but then I started hearing the other controversies about the anti-Semitic and, um, people thinking that, um, this is like a a war against Jews, like Christians don't like Jews because they killed Jesus and blah, 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 blah. And I heard that controversy going on until later I started hearing about the the whole Mel Gibson thing and stuff like that. But, I mean, and one thing too, I wanted to say, people say he's anti-Semitic, but, you know, there was like Jewish actors and actresses and extras in this movie. That was in the movie. Yeah. You would think they would say something about it.
0: Yeah. The uh, lady who played Mary comes to mind. Um, Maya Morgenstern? Fabulous. I mean, the cast is fantastic. So mm. I, I did want to kind of get into this. Um, This movie is in Aramaic and Latin. Yes. Two Dead Languages. And one of the things I really like about that is you see all these movies based on historical events and set in the ancient world and it's always you know it's all we always put it in English so we can understand it It totally yeah. Yeah. this type of stuff totally fascinated me that they went and made yeah you know, made this movie with those languages. those actors spoke those languages. the script was written. In both, you know, uh, you know three languages, um, English, you know, so, you know, so they learned all of that, and it, to- it kind of is almost like a a time capsule. I don't know if that's the right word, but you can look at it and go, "This must be what it was like." I mean, it's to me, it's like one of the closest things of what it would have been like back then, because we take for granted now that you can go most anywhere in the world, and you can, we can kind of understand each other. I mean, you can go to France and you know you and i could probably go to France and kind of <laughs> you know someone understand uh, yeah. what's happening and maybe they could somehow understand us but anyway it's it just fascinates me that <laughs> this type of thing i'm trying to word it correctly cuz you know i know i'm going to say something stupid i always do don't talk about Man of Steel again. <laughs> but, it, like but it's, it's like this eat. movie, they tried really hard to make it like, this is the language that Jesus would have spoke. Yeah. This is the language that the Romans would have spoke. You know, people who spoke Latin. And then there's also street Latin. So all the slang and all that stuff. And we have all that stuff in our language, but it's always like, and and the other thing is, and this is difficult to do, so I don't feel like they did this in this movie, but we'll make movies like this based back in the ancient world, you know, in the Roman times and medieval times, and we'll put our way of thinking in these characters. I don't want to know our way of thinking. What would, you know, what would like a medieval man have actually thought about you know, does that make any sense? Am I wording that right?
1: No, you worded it right. It's just like prime example. If you're doing a medieval movie, you're gonna speak the ancient Britannian language or the ancient French language. That was there. It won't be the modern day language as it is now. Now, like Mel Gibson did the the Aramaic, that was the precursor to he the Hebrew language. Right now, what they speak. But you can't, if you want to be true to the history, to the, you know, the belief and everything that you're doing, you need to speak in, in the exact tone. And I think there's been a couple of movies that piggyback right off of what Mel Gibson did. Because I want to say it was some, it was a medieval movie that actually spoke in ancient uh, between Old English? Yeah. So, I mean the time that they took to do it, the time that they went back and, and looked at the the clothing, the yeah scenery that was around at the time, it wasn't all glitz and glory and yeah. it all paved and like, you know, back in the 50s and 60s type movies where everything was looking so beautiful and epic, you know. Um, and learning lang- that language, two dead languages, that's, Air America's literally dead. And Latin is only because certain people peak some Latin, not all Latin. But I mean, yeah, you're right on the whole on the whole thing. You know, I just, I just don't understand why people gave this so much of a bad rap uh, to this movie. Definitely critics, and yeah, couple, I mean, like major studios didn't wanna mm-hmm. didn't wanna produce this.
0: Yeah, it's it's. It's strange. I mean, the cinematography is—it's gorgeous. The, I mean, the set design. You—you you talked about the costuming a little bit. Um, the cast. Jim is fantastic in it. Um, he, he, of course, plays Jesus. Monica Bellucci plays Mary Magdalene. She's fantastic. Um, just all—all all the way around. It's a fantastic cast. They got very good. You know, they look very good. They look the parts. I could actually see. You know, the. I really like the fellow who played Peter. I could actually like. It's easy. Well, at least for me to imagine, that must be what Peter was like. I mean, it's pretty. I don't know. Maybe that sounds naive and stupid of me, but.
1: Oh, I don't know about that because mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen different portrayals of Peter. You got Peter being, you know. Strong will, you know, demanding presence type, and he has it in this movie. But you see, the literally the weaker side of him in the passion, you know. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, You would deny me three times. Oh, no, master, I would never delete, I would never. Mm-hmm. And you did three times for at the end of Shikraos before sunset, and you did it.
0: Sunrise. Mm-hmm. I mean, this movie opens. Let's talk about the opening a little bit. Uh, the opening is gorgeous. Oh yeah. When it comes down over the garden, you know, and there's that mist and the moonlight, and of course he's uh, praying in the garden to be delivered from what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. He want to die. And it's
0: just, it's great because he like is sweating blood. The devil's there taunting him.
1: That was a good, that was a good part. Yeah. That was a good part. Just to see, you know, not hearing, you know, how usually you just hear voices, but seeing that presence there, you know, I believe that, that he was there tormenting Jesus, you know, I believe that. Yeah. You know, I mean, if he did it while he was in the wilderness, why wouldn't he do it here? You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um and then you know you have the the handing over. Mm-hmm. Um you know Judas is always always kinda wonder I've never really looked into this, but it's always like <coughs> Judas, that poor guy <laughs> Judas of Iscaria. I mean he was like At least in the movie, you know, at least in this movie, he he wanted to. Uh, he didn't want them to kill Jesus. It was like a whole scare tactic. At least that's what I get from the movie. I'm trying to stick to the movie and not go to other things.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, well, you know, yeah. another one
0: I, wa- I watch is uh, I watch this one know, every year around Easter. There's another one I watch every Easter that I really love as Jesus Christ Superstar. You love that, too, don't you? Yes. Don't tell me you don't love that. <laughs> I love Jesus Christ Superstar. But that's got, you know, that features Judas as like the narrator.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's got some just gorgeous uh songs in there and some, man, what do you call those meditations? Judas is talking about. He doesn't understand why Jesus came at a certain time. But anyway, there's another tangent. But anyway, Judas is always kind of like, did he really know that they were going to... Did he know what was going to happen? He's obviously upset because he killed himself. Mm -hmm. But that scene is fantastic, too, when he finds out what's happening and he runs away after uh, Jesus had been... uh, Once he saw that he got beaten in uh, the garden and on his way there. So soldiers, they love doing that, didn't they? They just... You got somebody to beat that must be see,
1: it's funny <coughs> because the reason why a lot of people go, Oh, you being anti-semitic because the people that was beating him up, it wasn't the Roman soldiers that was beating him up at first, it was yeah. the Jewish soldiers that was beating him up first,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, for, I, always, they, I always really, they didn't, really they didn't like whip him at first. Yeah, I always like that scene when uh, Judas throws the coins back. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty scene. It's a golden scene. Um, And then he runs out, and he's, like, just sitting there in the courtyard or wherever that is, and those kids are playing, and they run over to him. And he's, like, getting all messed up. And they look at him and go, what's the matter with you? And then he curses them. Oh, you're cursing us. Are you cursed? you must be cursed. And they start taunting him. Then he sees visions.
1: Yeah. Did. Which, that uh, gone, I yeah. thought
0: that was pretty well done. I mean, but, uh, you were talking about the scourging. Let's go to that. Okay. So pilot <laughs> also has always been a figure. I've, I've, uh, at least in this, in this movie kind of made me wonder about it. Um, yeah, you wonder a little bit about certain things before, but some things don't come to the forefront until something highlights it. Like, you know, Jesus Christ Superstar did that for Judas for me. Um, this movie for Pilot. I mean, the actor that played Pilot in this, phenomenal, fantastic job. All of all of them, all the way around. Especially when you look at the behind the scenes and the making of and what they had to do to learn the lines. I mean, that's really the... <laughs> um. But yeah, Pilate is like, doesn't see any reason to uh, put Jesus to death. And that's why he whipped him. Because he figured they would be satisfied with that. But uh, there is that scene when his wife tells him, uh, don't have anything to do with him. Because I had (laughs) visions of him. So a lot of this stuff is in the Bible and part of the story. I remember talking to people about that, and somebody told me that scene in particular I thought was a little far-fetched. And I said, well, that is in the Gospels. And they went back and looked and said, wow. Just like in the beginning in the garden where um, <coughs> Peter cuts off the ear of one of the guards, that's in the Gospels too. It's just some of this stuff we don't, is not in the forefront of our thought.
1: They know that the part that always amazed me when it comes to that, excuse me,
0: <laughs> <God. type>.
1: yeah, <laughs> that amazes me is that, um, Peter's cut off one of the guard's ears, and Jesus immediately goes over and brings his ear back, yeah, like it was never cut off,
0: yep, now how is so many people were there seeing this happen and they still don't believe those guys, those guys didn't pay any attention to it. Nothing at all. That, that it was just, and I, I've always thought those guys (laughs) didn't actually realize that Peter actually cut his ear off. I think those guys think he just hit him in the side of the head because that guy obviously knew his ear was gone. Yeah. And he knew his ear was back. That's why he never moved. I mean, that's what I get from it. That's why he never moved. He just sat there and couldn't move. Yeah, I kind of understood, yeah. <laughs> because of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you have the trial. I mean, this whole thing is well shot. The once after the trial, I thought I've always really liked this, where he gets condemned. They're gonna take him over to Pilot and have Pilot kill him when uh, everybody leaves and then uh, Mary is just like lays down on the floor and uh, listens and then the camera moves and Jesus is uh, <coughs> tight. he he is there and he looks up and you know they're, they're like <coughs> she's like right above him I thought that was very well done yeah you know
1: um, they, the, the Jews didn't want to kill him are um i should
0: say jews i'm sorry i mean that that's what they are we're not being mean right. to them i mean like we've said oh I mean, uh, what do you think brandon if you were back then and you were uh, a jew and you didn't wouldn't you be like this guy's got to go to death uh,
1: i mean i mean no. you don't,
0: we don't know but i mean we're just kind of speculating how how you got? That's the thing you got to think about. You got to think about and try. And this is hard. You got to try to put your modern mind and everything you know and go. How would I act if I was that two thousand years ago? It's I tough. I don't
1: know.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like, like
1: somebody said. What would you do if you went back born slavery? I said I don't know. I mean I was I wouldn't know. I mean I can't go back with the knowledge that I have now. Yeah. But if I was in that era, if I was in that era, I wouldn't know. I would had to do what what's going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um but no, it it, it amazes me it was more so the I don't wanna say uh, the high council of the temple. Um I forget what they called them. The Pharisees they they're the ones that was pushing everything you know They it wasn't the, the common people it wasn't the common folks it was the Pharisees so they were the one that was pushing for it because they didn't like the fact that um, he was speaking of the laws of Moses and they said you know you were changing the laws of Moses and he's like no I'm just here to fulfill the laws of Moses he wasn't changing anything Mm -hmm. they didn't like that and all his parables and when they tried to question him and he had them stumped you know and that to me was just jealousy and the hatred that they had towards him because if he is telling the common people you know what is, what is right and what to do and how it should be done. Why would I want him around? And I think it was during the uh, Passover. Passover was coming up, so they couldn't kill. Yep, that's part of the law. So that's why they pushed them towards the the Romans to to do that, and they pushed very very hard.
0: Oh and yeah, they did. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, and Crucifixion. Mm-hmm. You know. I know we've all seen The Life of Brian.
1: I love The Life of Brian.
0: Yes. Crucifixion could be worse. Could be stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to um, start
1: singing the song. And- crucifixion
0: is... When you, you look know. at it and what it does to the body, it's a horrific way to go. Yeah. I mean, there it's like is... It's a failure or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there is, like, speculation about... Did they nail through the hands or was it through the wrist?
1: Uh From what I was told, it was either or, because some people were just tied exactly. up to
0: the Exactly.
1: Some
0: the Romans crucified a lot. Mm-hmm. They crucified a lot of people. It was. Yeah, the, they had a whole row of crucifixions. Yeah, so it was <laughs> like. And they would do it so often that they would get bored. So it's quite conceivable that they would crucify people through the hands, through the wrists, you know. There is actually archaeological evidence they'd found of a. Um, Not a heel. Oh, man. Oh, an ankle. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I think I know what you're talking about. With a spike through it. Yeah. Crucified. Um, You know, they would have used an X. Because I've had some fun talks with some people about how it was an X, it wasn't a cross, or it was a post, it wasn't a cross. But that doesn't – well, so what? So in this movie, it's just straight up a cross.
1: I mean, because that's what everybody knows
0: yeah and uh well I mean well, if I understood this right too that I mean they nailed him through the hand in the movie,
1: yeah,
0: there's like that would like really be incredibly painful because if there's something in the hand some kind of nerve or where all the bones are and i'm I'm probably misspeaking on this too because I'm not a anatomist <laughs> I'm just a movie nerd all i know (laughs) but that would be incredibly painful and um and if you think about the his journey that he took um which I, i thought was very well done in this movie you can kind of for all of the catholics out there i mean this this was made by a catholic um they could follow the stations across in the movie it's all in there <clears throat> uh, Veronica is in there, which I thought was a very good scene. The Veronica's veil. Yeah. Um
1: well you know one thing I want to say, and because everybody puts the cross into a cross, but the only reason why Jesus was had a cross because they put a sign over his head. The thief,
0: yeah, uh, murderers, the murderers,
1: they was on tees. Yeah. They didn't have a, a thing over their head. It was just some regular T's. Yeah. So that's that's one thing I, I, I see a lot of people and I don't know why people you know I don't know. I'm going to on a tangent myself. Let me move on. That's fine.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I mean a lot of, a lot of people remember Jesus differently. So
0: Yeah, it's <clears throat> and we skipped straight over the scourging. I know. <laughs> I mean, that, that was an important bit, um, and you can see the Romans and the way that is. That's where they. I mean, they probably speak street Latin and a lot of the other bits, but they speak street Latin there. Like when it, when right before Pilate hands him over to be scourged, he's like brings him up there and talks to him, and he says the famous, "What is truth?" Um, Pilate speaks to Jesus in Aramaic, yeah, and Jesus speaks answers in Latin, mm-hmm. and not street Latin, but you know the Latin. Pilate would have spoke. Well, you
1: see, you see Pilate's face when he did that.
0: Yeah, and you can tell, and it's it's so cool because you can miss it. Yeah. You're reading the subtitles, and you you—that's something you can just miss and go. I don't really, you know, and why would Pilot make that face? And then maybe you watch it two or three more times, or or you watch the making of it, and then they, they tell you what that is. And I just thought that was always uh, pretty cool. Yeah, I mean that they yeah. do little touches like that. Because did they have to do that? Did it actually happen that way? Did Jesus actually say that in Latin? I don't know. Is that in the Bible that he spoke to Pilot in? In Latin. Aristocratic Latin. I, I don't know. It's just a nice touch.
1: I mean, but it's, it's, it shows the power of, of Jesus. It shows the powers of He was the Son of God. I mean, if He could speak in multiple tongues, yeah. You know I mean, so Him speaking in Latin, it's not because oh, He's just a, a regular son of a carpenter. Uh, he shouldn't be able to speak like that, you know. He was speaking very educational, and um, to me, he could speak any language just, just by flow, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That so was a great of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Then he gets. Uh, and I always like that contemplation uh the pilot has when he speaks to his wife after he hood him handed him over she she's like looking at him like what do you do what's happening right now and he's like do you know what truth is claudia can you you know do you can you discern it yeah you know, whatever the line was exactly but it's like the little interaction with jesus he's like do you know what truth is can, will you will you know exactly what it is or you will you be able to discern what truth is or what a lie is mm-hmm. that i thought that was pretty good uh pretty good well played scene but then when he hands him over he says uh just scourge him and turn him back don't have them beat him to death cuz they're bored and that's what they do <laughs> and of course they go a little bit overboard but you know they they do uh scourge him which uh, well, you know, you know, people part, get really it, upset with this stuff.
1: You know, you know the other part that I like that I during the studying it was you saw the devil walking while he was getting whipped.
0: And yeah, you see the him. devil walking through, and the devil <laughs> is made kind of uh, ambiguous, like. Could be beautiful, but there's something wrong with that because yeah, devil has no eyebrows. So what's happening? And then when the devil is holding the baby, the baby looks a little off, kind of like evil is corrupting something beautiful. Hmm. Like, it what's more beautiful than a, a baby?
1: It's like he's welling ish in the the torment that he's going through because Jesus could he could say Jesus could have ended it all right in there. Only thing he yep. had to say a word and it was over. Yeah. But he didn't. Yep. And the devil was like taunting him through the
0: whole
1: aspect of the whole thing.
0: Mm-hmm. You know. <clears throat> yeah, I mean this this scene is uh I don't know how long it goes on, but you know what? Some of these people, and I don't and, and you people know who you are. Yeah, of course they do. You are the same people who are upset about this scene, who love the Saw movies. Yeah, exactly! You guys have got to be kidding me. Some of you people, not all of you, but some of you people who are upset about this and the violence show and torture shown in this movie love the Saw movies.
1: Yes. And there's a lot of Christian folks out there that and it really know, irritates
0: me when movie. they at least saw one because that's the only good Saw movie. Yeah, you heard me. You're going to make us watch all the Saw movies now, aren't you?
1: I already did, because I had to watch the last one.
0: You're going to make us do all of them. I see that look on your face. Okay, see, can we just do four? There's only one good one, Brandon. Now, I will say, I watched all of the original run of the Saw movies. I did run. not see... Well, they, you know, there was like... Before they stopped for a few years and then came back and made Jigsaw. Uh, I didn't see Jigsaw. I didn't see Spiral, and I didn't see the last one.
1: Last one was pretty good.
0: I heard the last one was actually pretty decent.
1: Yeah, I think this kind of recounted the other
0: ones. So what, the first run, there were seven <laughs> of them?
1: I thought it was five of them in the first run.
0: No, there's... It's like there's like seven of them. Because if we if this last one was Saw 10, then Jigsaw is eight. And then Spiral is nine. And then this is Saw 10. Yeah. But anyway, I watched all the only good one was the first one. But you think about that. You think about all these other movies like that. And I've always been irritated. We've talked about this on this show before. But it always has irritated me when people call things torture porn. Torture there porn. are there are movies that are made like that. We don't hardly ever talk about movies that we consider to be torture, do we? I, I don't no, consider them I, it, because we've I, done I don't saw even on see this show. movie yeah. that's torture porn. On this show, we've done saw uh, the first one, oh. the only good one. You and Jesse did that one. <laughs> yes, but if you want to do that, because I see the look on your face, you want to. You're a chomping bit to do the saw. No, no. You are. Everybody is going to send us a message and say, yes, Brandon wants to do the salt. But but anyway, anyway. Don't do it. Do it. Anyway, uh, all you people, all them people who are upset about that, they love coming and watching salt. And uh, there are a bunch of other... uh, I mean, I don't know. A bunch of other movies like that that we can... Name that people don't bat an eye about and don't. But here we are with this one. Is it because it's a religious film?
1: No, because it's of not. the. What is it? It's because it was very violent and gory.
0: Because it was showing what Jesus. We, you know what we 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 think about. Because remember.
1: They did show now. They did the flashbacks of bits and pieces of certain miracles that he did.
0: They did, and they ignore that. They people yeah, uh, people ignore that. That's all in there. in there. It's all like juxtaposed with all of that. And they
1: didn't show him getting tortured the whole movie.
0: No, any. exactly. There's not. There's uh, lots of cool things in this, uh, but you know, you get you get to the end. Man, what happens at the end?
1: Oh, he rises.
0: <laughs> yeah, he gets up. Um, I will never forget when this came out. I was working that day. And uh, a guy came out from seeing it. And uh, he said something about, well, I kind of wish they'd showed a little more about what happened um, after the resurrection. And I don't, I don't, I thought this was a good answer at the time. Maybe it's stupid. I don't know. I just looked at him and said, well, that's our story. I mean, that's us. But at the time I thought it was cool. I, I don't know. Is that, does that answer? Is that a good answer? Brandon doesn't think it is. But anyway, that guy, he goes, he thought it was a cool answer. Goes, yeah, I mean no,
1: there. I mean no 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 it's it, no that's a great answer. Don't get me wrong. But that was that was not what I thought he was going to say. I mean, what do you think I was
0: gonna say to this man? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was gonna
1: say wait for part two. <laughs> well, well, there is
0: uh there is talk about a part two. Yeah, I heard about that. There is, I don't know that much about that.
1: Yeah, I thought you were going to say something like that. I was not expecting you to say that. I, I
0: should that. have. You know what? That's actually a better answer. <laughs> but, you know, um, I think this one is supposed to be called The Resurrection.
1: Yeah, right? i you seen the trailer for that.
0: You? What do you mean? You've seen a trailer for when that? I've seen the
1: trailer. It was a trailer. It was a fan-made trailer
0: for it. Oh, so the fan-made be, trailer?
1: Yeah, so it's supposed to be 2025 when it comes out.
0: Huh. Um. So, yeah <laughs> what well, I, I mean, mean brothers, that's... that's
1: gonna ruffle because I don't you know, know this this day and age now where he being them and they and maybe you and By Mary, which I still over oh, yes, no, I
0: mean, you know I yeah and this this is can you get anything out of this movie Brandon if you are not religious if you are not a Christian yes, yes can you get anything out of this movie if you are not a Catholic yes, yes because this is a this is a very Catholic movie. And it,
1: I mean, it was made by a Catholic director.
0: But I mean, can you get anything out of it? Yeah. I mean, are, you're, you're not a Catholic. No, I'm not a Catholic. But you are a Christian. I am a Christian. And you got something out of it.
1: Well, I'm a spiritual Christian. I guess I am a Christian.
0: Oh, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> <sorry>. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, I'm a see. We are more horrified by your love of Man of Steel than by that.
1: I am of the Church <laughs> of Kal-El. Huh? I
0: am
1: of the Church of Kal-El. Yeah, I see.
0: Are you of the Church of Man of Steel Kal-El? Because that's actually more horrifying than you I not being. The,
1: yeah, I am the Man Well, you we can't say Man of Steel neither, because this is a comic book Man of Steel too, so I um, mean I'm the Henry You Cowell know what we're talking about. Guy.
0: The worst Superman movie ever. It is not made.
1: the worst Superman movie ever. Man, you need to stop that.
0: And you know what? In a way, The Passion of the Christ is the greatest Superman movie ever made. <laughs> I'm not argue with
1: you. I'm not- All right.
0: Anyway. Um. But yeah, this. Uh, if you've not seen this, because you're shying away from controversy. I mean, it's I was, 20 years old. Get over it. Yeah, get over it. Check it out. But I apparently it's still controversial. Um, I,
1: What's the controversy about? You just had two other Jesus movies come out.
0: I don't know. Maybe it's violent. Uh, you know, I mean, we tried to talk. We we didn't understand it when it came out, you know, and I, no, we don't I understand, understand it. the controversy I, now. I it. This is a solid, well-made film. The score is phenomenal.
1: The language in it is phenomenal. You don't have great to wait for English.
0: The effects are great. There are scenes in the scourging scene that are done with computers. Computer oh,
1: effects. Yeah, there's oh. no way you can you can I mean you could do practical effects on seeing somebody's flesh being literally ripped off, but yes. Yeah, not not, not that can, precise.
0: I could tell you've uh, watched the making of. Of course. Because that scene was... I mean, come on. he got hey, his, hair, is...
1: his hair was burned. The actor, his hair was burned. He got struck by lightning twice.
0: He did. He did get hit his, by lightning.
1: His shoulder was knocked out of place carrying a cross.
0: It was, yes. Yeah, come on.
1: Yeah. And he's a, he's a true man. He's a true man.
0: Yes, he had to do a lot of exercise all to do that. To
1: bring but, you this movie.
0: Um, That man right there. But yeah, I mean, Mel Gibson is a is a good director. Yeah. Directed. Uh, let me see all of the director stuff. Yeah. The the movie he made after this. My apocalypse. gosh, that's a good one. And apocalypse apocalypto, apocalypto Oh my gosh, apocalypto. That
1: movie. Now that movie was gory. Was it? Yeah. It was cutting people heads off. Was it gory? Out. Yeah, it cut off the heads. It was rolling down the pyramid.
0: Yeah, I mean, he made uh, The Man Without a Face, uh, which I've never seen that. Have you seen The Man Without a Face?
1: No.
0: Hmm.
1: That's a weird one I never heard of. Um,
0: And then his second movie is Braveheart. Joe, we're going to have to do Braveheart. Oh, what? You're giving that a thumbs down? How are you giving Braveheart a thumbs down? I, this. I shouldn't be that surprised since you yes. love the Man of Steel so much. Braveheart, I, look, I used, I own it. Wait, wait, save it for the Braveheart show. I own it. I own, actually, I own the box set. Actually, save it for the Braveheart show. I own
1: the the two VHS <laughs> tapes box set. I own love it.
0: Then his next movie was A Passion, and then Apocalypto. It that was great. Out. That was a great one. And uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Have you seen Hacksaw Ridge? Yes, that was a great movie too. That's what uh it was. That
1: was. It was a good
0: movie. So. It was a true story. Supposedly, uh, there is a, and I, I haven't heard much about it since. But supposedly, he's and that was Groffy too. Weapon Five. That's listed on IMDb. I don't know if that's still going or not. There was talk about Lethal Weapon 5 uh, a year, maybe two years before Richard Donner passed.
1: Okay, but I heard it was going to be a TV series on Netflix. It wasn't going to be like a full length movie.
0: Well, I'm just, there's just a listing here on IMDb Lethal Weapon 5 director in development, Mel Gibson. If that's going to happen, I don't know. I don't know how old that is. You know, Maybe they didn't update it yet. But I mean, he's made some great movies. Um, and like we said, you don't it's like going, Mel Gibson? But it's going straight to Netflix, though. There's plenty of other good movies out there.
1: None better than The Passion of the Christ when it comes to Jesus movies, just to let you know. I'm just saying that. I don't care what you want to say. If you want to fight about it, leave a <laughs> comment.
0: That's I mean. right. Um, I mean, I really, really like this movie quite a bit. It's it's really well done. I get a lot out of it. Um, it's a moving. Like, this movie made people cry. It did make people cry. I will say, it I did cry on this. I cried in a different way than when I watched Man of Steel. I cried.
1: Oh, you cried with joy. because
0: man of steel was so bad it made
1: you smile yeah anyway i I,
0: you know i keep bringing in man of steel to kind of of keep it uh Uh kind of keep the show a little bit light
1: (laughs) well i mean honestly i don't think that right now it's kind of like the show seemed like a little bit dark but also a little bit political at the same time
0: but to me man of steel yeah it really is it's all the passion okay yeah no you're right i mean this is a I've been thinking about this a lot since we decided to do this. I, I mean, this is a tough movie to do. I can't say anything better than probably anybody else who who's reviewed this movie before. I me. Mean, it's way smarter than me. Um, you want to say something that's like, and we we've talked about this. You want to try to be. Uh, I want to try to say something profound about this. Sounds like uh, you just can't. You just got to talk. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and we. We it's talk about all kinds of movies and we try to talk about what we feel about them and how they might affect us and where we were in our lives.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, um, let me see. When this came out, I was, I was... I wasn't in the church, dude. So... So when this movie came out, I mean... I mean, I come from a family of ministers, pastors, and, and jealous. And jealous. Wow. I can't even talk now. Forget me. Anyway, I come from a line of church family members. They went to go see it. They loved it. They enjoyed it. My grandmother, she said she was 60 at the time. She was like, that's how I was back in the day. She loved it. She made sure I got the DVD as soon as it came out. You know? And some people are now, they looking at, oh, it was so brutal, but do you understand the message that Mel Gibson was presenting to you? He took all that, all that pain and suffering for our sins. And if you can't understand that, then
0: I don't know what to tell you. Well said, Brandon. Thank you. I can't add anything better to that. Yes. Do another one. (laughs) 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 Anyway, uh, what should people do if they like what we're doing?
1: If you like us, please like subscribe, hit the notification bell also, leave comments below and follow us on Spotify and iTunes.
0: Yes. <laughs> I
1: know what to say today. I was
0: doing it. Uh, I know. We tried uh, tried our best. And so, I always,
1: I always, always try side of things.
0: Yeah. Uh, check this movie out if you haven't checked it out. Or don't check it out if you don't want to check it out. I mean, that's totally up to you. Uh, but, yeah. um, uh,
1: It don't don't matter what your beliefs are. You just to watch this movie, just to watch
0: it. Yeah, I mean, it's still a solid, uh, solidly made film. Mm -hmm. Uh, No reason to not watch it just because of the real or imagined controversy. I, I I don't know anymore. It's been, (laughs) it's been twenty years. So, like you already said. All right, and we'll talk to you all next time.
1: Later, guys.